let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the laws of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed in the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be after starting your new lives in the Spirit? Why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? Welcome to Radio Cop Podcast. I am your host, Alpha Mike. You are listening to episode 278, Stand Up, on this podcast today. This episode, we're going to talk about the importance of the midterm election and the upcoming red wave, tsunami, hurricane, typhoon, whatever you want to call it. But it comes with great responsibility, and we're going to discuss that a lot more. Before we get to that, we're going to dive in on Season 5. This is towards the end. Season 6 will start in January. And so we want to kind of tell you what we're going to discuss all the way to December 28th. Of course, remember, all our podcasts upload every Wednesday. So excluding this one, let's go into next Wednesday, November 9th, episode 279, Stop Street Terror Offenders Program. Now, what we're going to be doing in the majority of these podcasts is identifying police behind-the-scenes activities, or better said, units that are in major police departments, why they're there. You know, very often, citizens just know about road patrol, drive around, answer calls, pull people over, give them tickets, and that's about this extent of what they see on a daily basis. They also kind of seldom know about some investigative body as well. But there's a lot of things behind the scene that keep a lot of Americans safe. I actually believe that the majority of police departments in America do a very poor job in explaining their full details to the citizenry. They actually believe that the more they talk, the worse they'll get. But I'm a firm believer that the more people know, the better it should get. We all know about the Dems slogan that they have on defunding the police. We'll talk about that a little bit also. Not much because it's just a foolish topic to even consider but it's on the Dems' mind, not mine. So we're going to be talking a lot more uh, behind law enforcement's curtains, uh, programs and units that they have, and what their specific duties are. November 16th, episode 280, we're going to look at priority response teams, why they exist. Now, you might not have 
that specific unit in your jurisdiction under this name. But we're going to speak upon what it is. Your jurisdiction might call it something else. But what I can say is, if your jurisdiction doesn't have it, you should look where is it in your state. You probably will find something that resembles what we are talking about. Episode uh, 281, Fusion Center, we'll discuss that on November 23rd. And November 30th, episode 282, real-time policing and how important that's become. And we'll explain more on that. December 7th, duty weapon, tactical weapon, and sidearm, episode 283. So today in law enforcement, there's the duty weapons, but there's also tactical weapons and sidearm weapons that officers use. More and more armament. What's the distinction between a duty weapon and a tactical weapon and a sidearm? And uh, do you, we, does the taxpayer need that? We'll talk about that on December 7th. December 14th, we go into the Wise Guys series with episode 284 and the mysterious Sandino. And as we continue on the Genovese crime family, it's going to be an interesting podcast. We're going to talk about a mystery person that the government really knew very, very little about. Actually, he was discovered in 1963 by the great snitch himself, Joe Valachi, when he mentioned a administrative figure in the Luciano family as Sandino, said he didn't know his full name. And we'll talk about Sandino. December 21st, OCB, uh, that is episode number 285, OCB, Organized Crime Bureau. Are they really doing anything with organized crime? Is or, or is organized crime booming? Or are they just going around looking for January 6th people? It's changed. The game has really changed. And uh, December 28th, episode 286, we will wrap up the sh- last show of the season and the year with uh, and talk about the sixth season with my co-host for the sixth season, M&M. So there's a lot to talk about in, in the remainder of season five. Today we talk about Stand Up, episode 278, we are going to look at the importance of the midterm elections. And since it is a circus, it's time, boys and girls, to bring out the circus clowns. And the main event, episode 278, Stand Up. 
episode 278 stand up today we're going to discuss the importance of the midterm elections and what is the great responsibility that we have a lot of people are predicting a tsunami a great wave a hurricane like no other a tornado that will blast the democrats right out of the capitol i hope i don't get a committee investigation for me saying that but there comes with great respect a lot of duty that has to be done it's not easy to get in this position that we look like we are going to win so easily now of course there are conspiracy theorists and everybody else that want to talk that there is possibility of a midterm election fraud but uh, I believe that comes with the territory today in our political country that we live in Um, but it's not going to stop what's coming I think Americans are angrier than ever You know, if you have a Democratic buddy, it's okay. You don't have to hold their asses to the fire. But just sit down with them. Try not to get angry. Try not to blow your top or give yourself chest pains. And ask them, I know you're a Democrat. I know you're very enthusiastic about the Democratic Party and its future. In these last two years, what are the highlights? What has really got you excited and motivated you? And then just sit down, drink some iced tea, and enjoy the show. Because I can't think of one thing Now, what are we currently looking at? I'm not going to bore you with what you already know. Gas, inflation, interest rates, border security, drugs, crime, anti-policing, killing babies almost at birth, right? Play for pay, okay, or pay for play. FBI acting as official bouncers for the Democratic Party, the Justice Department going after parents over school boards, meetings, 87,000 IRS agents getting hired at the ready to come after you and me, censorship, telling big tech what to do, how to do, and how fast they can do it, COVID-19, wear the mask, don't wear the mask, put on the gloves, Take the booster. Don't take the booster. Vaccine was good. It was bad. It was indifferent. It came from China. We don't know. You can't prove it. The woke military. Hmm. That's going stellar. And basically, one word to underline the entire democratic agenda. Socialism. Now, of course, I know there's some apologists out there that say, 
Well, you're wrong and you're just talking nonsense. What about abortion? What about it? We are seeing these Republican candidates completely kill the only thing the Democrats can talk about. Abortion. By saying, well, I don't support any federal law on that. Right. Exactly. Because the Supreme Court said it was a state issue. That's it. They have nothing else to talk about. You've taken all the wind out of the sail. So there's a lot of things that we have to do. Now, we got a lot of important races. Even the one in your backyard is important. Your school board is important. Your city commissions, your county commissions, they're all important. There is no... uh, I really go because I'm really into this governor or senator or congressman race. That's a part of it, but everything should be important. But for us to start taking back control of our government legal way through voting, uh, Pennsylvania is an important state. Of course, the Democrats have a unique ability to take disabled people that almost don't have a functioning brain and place them in a position of power, forcing everyone to vote for these individuals. And if you say anything about the disability, you're a racist. So the Democratic Party in Pennsylvania has done a stellar job of placing Herman Munster in that role and giving Dr. Oz, that was way behind in the polls, now he's way ahead in the polls, and it looks like that's going to be a victory for Dr. Oz. Of course, the media will tell you it's real close. The guy that has barely a brain is neck and neck with Dr. Oz. Mm -hmm. That's right. Herman (gasps) is almost there. All right. The other uh, race that we have to look at in Pennsylvania is governor and Masterino is the guy running for governor. Now, one of the important things that the Democratic Party did, one of their stellar smart ideas was to bankroll, fund, advertise for the Republican that they felt they could win against. So they basically would run ads for the Republican in the primary that they wanted to win because they were sure that their stellar candidate could beat that person in the general election. And so in her... In Herman Munster's case in Pennsylvania, that's what they did. They kind of pushed Dr. Oz, and there's Dr. Oz, and there's their co- candidate, Herman Munster. Bitch! Yep, looks good. Arizona, another important race. we got to keep our eye on there. Blake Masters running for Senate. He's getting up on the polls. Now, Blake Masters was really sucking wind at one point. Thank God that the 
person running for governor in Arizona, Carrie Lake, is doing a tremendous job in telling the media that they are a bunch of phonies. And he's really up on the polls carrying Blake Masters and his. So a lot of people out there in Arizona going out massively to vote for Carrie Lake for governor, but they're also voting for this uh, Blake Master for Senate in Arizona. Georgia, very important. Herschel Walker looks like will run into victory on a touchdown while the impostered Senate Senator of Georgia, the so-called pastor that believes in abortion, is uh, going to be giving his walking papers. And not to mention the governor of Georgia, Brian Campus, running into a smooth win as well as his opponent was gearing up her. The election was stolen from me once again. But if that fails, she could always ban Major League Baseball again, costing the city of Atlanta $100 million. You know, stellar ideas these, these people have. New York, very important there as well. The governor's race, Lee Zeldin, doing very good. He's up on the polls. Now, very intelligently, he did not talk about any of these other issues like gas, inflation, interest rates, border security, because with the nuts that live in New York, the ones that are left, you're not going to get anywhere talking about those things. They put on blinders. So you got to hit them where they're in fear. They're in fear of their safety and crime. So now they're shivering in their boots. Most intelligently, Lee Zeldin picked a lieutenant governor, which is Allison Epizito, a high-ranking police commander in New York. And her father was at one time the chief of police in New York City police for 13, 14 years, Michael Esposito. And so the ticket of fighting crime is what's going to get the Lee Zeldin, the, the governor's seat there in New York. So that looks favorable. Michigan as well. Uh, a governor, the female by the name of Dixon, she's running, she's pro-police. She has a plan to get more police officers back in Michigan. You know, 2020, the COVID nonsense put a lot of people out of work, you know. But prior to that, maybe a decade prior, cops were fleeing out of Michigan as fast as their feet would take them. So she's got a good plan to bring cops and law and order back to Michigan. So it's something uh, to look at. Now, why is this important to law enforcement? All this nonsense I'm talking about. You're probably sitting around. Well, let me give you a little breakdown. And of course, we can make it more specific, but this is not going to be a very long podcast. So we're going to we're not going to, you know, drain your eardrums. But here's one thing you need to consider. In New York, 
there are eight cop killers that are up for parole in the next seven months. Let me repeat that. Make sure you understand what I'm saying. There are eight cop killers in prison up for parole in the next seven months. But the clowns that are running the circus in New York, the eight should be getting out with awards, ceremonial, parades, nice stipend to keep them well informed and with income, you know. Apologies from all the political figures in New York for having them, the eight cop killers, in prison. So this is why it's important with Lee Zeldin and uh, this crime-fighting approach that he has. And another thing in the news that got everybody pissed off, and I definitely want to talk about this, the New York City PBA has don't ended up donating $25,000 to the campaign of the governor, the demi-governor. I don't mention their names, by the way. I don't give, I could care less about They could fall off a cliff. But the Democratic governor, the incumbent, the wacky one that's there now, the New York City Police Department, PBA, that's their union, Police Benevolent Association, sent $25,000 to her campaign. Now, in their defense, their president, Pat Lynch, says that they've given uh, customarily the same to both political parties, the Democrats and the Republicans. This is a problem. Unions can't be playing politics like that. You either don't pick nobody Go find something else to do. Or you pick the right one. And how do you know the right one? Well, the one that's pro-police. It's not you're a police union. So, yes, the rank and file of the, of, the, of the PBA in New York need to scream loud and loud and louder for the union to uh, start waking up. It's time to make some changes you know, when you've got the same person in position forever, forever, and forever, this is what happens. So, and now they're going to tell you, we've always done this. Well, it's wrong. How about that? So, what can you do to win, help win this election? One thing you could do, early voting. Dick Morris, the political, con- he does political contributions on Newsmax said that one of the biggest mistakes Republicans are doing are waiting for November 8th to go and vote at the actual polling station. The problem with that is things happen. Things occur. And Democrats love to go out and do early voting and all that other craziness that they do. Voting with uh, ballot boxes and mail, uh, everything. But we, as Republicans, need to get into early voting. We should be out there by the droves, not just go on the 8th, allowing the Democrats not only to know how much they'll 
they can easily figure out how many votes they're down because we're all waiting for the last day. But it gives a lot of troublemakers great ideas to disturb a lot of polling stations and affecting those votes. Don't waste time. Get out there. Come on. Grow a pair. Stand up and start voting your conscience. Listen, this is easy, folks. If you're into higher gas price, Democrats are your people. Love inflation? Vote them. Love that interest rate skyrocketing? Dems the ones. Border security? Don't care about all these illegals coming in here? Hey, you know who's in power. They're the ones you want to keep in the White House. Okay? Drugs, crime, bastard police, anti-police, you know, uh, killing babies almost at birth. If this is what you like, if this is what is passionate to you, then vote Democrat. But if you're disgusted by any part of this, you don't want to vote Democratic. You have no other choice. Move your ego out of the way before you start eating out of a garbage can. No time to play around. The importance of all this is when the Republicans win the House and win the Senate. Of course, we all know that the party's going to start for Joe Biden as the thousand knives are going to be set in his back by his own party. They got to get rid of him. He's a cancer. And they've got to come up with a new team. I don't know who they can get. There's no more clowns left inside the vehicle. But they'll find somebody, prop them up, probably with another disability, and have them run. But we, as Republicans, when we win, we've got to make things happen. Look at all the bad things they have done. No one ever gets arrested, prosecuted, or in trouble for. We need to start holding people accountable on the other side. The Republicans need to grow a pair. Stand up. Millions of Americans are fed up. Fed up. And it's time that we call that congressman, that senator, that they've been out kissing people's asses for votes. Hey, hey, psst. Hey, buddy. You want my vote? When you get back in there, you need to crack an egg. Start cracking an egg. We've got too many people in Washington never cracked an egg. Empty barrels making the most noise and they've never done anything. We have to hold them accountable and their ass to the frying pan because we have to make this change for our country. It's that simple. So... That's my two cents on all this. Again, we are wrapping up uh, Season 5 on Raider Cop Podcast. Just as a reminder, RaiderCop.com is our official website. We only have one. We took the other one away. RaiderCop.com. It's the audio portion of our website. You can catch all our episodes there from number 1 to 278. And... 
Um, we're finishing and wrapping up season five. We read to you uh, the upcoming shows that are coming up. Up next on November 9th, Stop Street Terror Offenders Program 279. We're going to discuss um, the what's behind the curtain in the police station that you might not know. And if you don't have it in your jurisdiction, you need to find out why and where is it so you can get it. Because these things are effective and should be in your jurisdiction. As always, it has been my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your police departments that serve you, your community, and most important, for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike.